0: That radio chick, Cheryl Lee, here with you. Welcome to the Still Rocking It podcast, where we'll have news, reviews and interviews with some of our favourite Australian musicians and artists today I share a Zoom chat I had with Russell Brown recently the elusive lead singer of Electric Mary who are coming to town soon as part of the Under the Southern Stars tour. We find out how the band got its name and what it has to do with Jimi Hendrix why this trip to Adelaide is going to be an emotional one for Rusty and after touring with White Snake, Judas Priest, Alice Cooper, Deep Purple, the list goes on. What is Rusty's biggest fanboy moment? What's Russell Brown and Electric Mary been up to lately? Let's find out. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick. I'm so pleased to welcome into the Zoom studio today, Rusty Brown. Hello, thank oh, you good. for coming in. How are you? From Electric Mary, lead singer. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can start by finding out a little bit about Rusty, then find out about Mm. Electric Mary and when you're coming to our beautiful city. Rusty, where did it all begin for you? Did you always know that music was your thing? Did you have a plan B? How did it all get started?
1: Uh, No no musician has a plan B ever. (laughs) Until they're on the road and then they can they can do anything. They're very resilient musicians. Um, started for me in around 83, I think, for real, when I joined the Spaniards as a very young boy playing bass, which had Mick Peeling in it, a nice, good Adelaide boy. Yes. And Billy Miller, who both previously had hits in their other bands, which was the Ferrets and the Stars. So I was a young bass player and um, – I learned a lot from being in the Spaniards. It was my first professional band. I learned a lot of good things. I, I learned a hell of a lot of bad things too, <laughs> <laughs> which still haunt me to this day. Um, but yeah, that's when it started. Very young and um, naive, but like totally loved it, just fell in love with it. Being on the road, playing music every night. And back then, music is what Australians did at night. That's what they That's did. Right. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. People went to work during the week. They went to a pub at night, and a band was on. The weekend, they played sport, and the weekend, they went and watched the band as well. And I'm talking, you know, when I was young, getting into pubs when I shouldn't have been, I could see any night of the week, uh, midnight oil, cold chisel. I saw ACD, so I was a bit younger. Um The Angels, Matt Finish, Billy Thorpe, the list goes on. The list goes on. And there was a whole bunch of bands then which were not unlike Electric Mary, whereas um, they had a following, but they weren't signed or anything and didn't have any songs on the radio, but people knew them and they went and watched them, like loads of them bands. Not everyone was signed back in the day. In the 80s later, everybody got signed because there was plenty of money around and then they all got dropped when the money disappeared. So
0: yeah. did you pick up the bass at school originally?
1: Yeah, just out of school. I picked it up to play in a band. There was a a band in the late 70s called La Femme, which was a punk band. And so I was the next incarnation of that band, which we were called the Shy Boys. <laughs> the Shy Boys, get it? Um, and so I played bass and sang in that band, and the guitarist from La Femme, Brady played um guitar, Rob First from Lafemme, who owns Beat Magazine, uh, First Media, that's Rob, he played keyboards, and um, a guy called Johnny Jungle, all the way from, I believe it was Grafton in Queensland. Anyway, yeah, we're a good little band. We did some things, but, you know, nothing special. I was still on a learning curve. Shall we hear some electric, Mary, before we chat
0: more to Rusty Brown, their 2017 single Woman. Back to speak with Rusty Moore after this. How did you likely lads all get together in the very beginning to form
1: Electric Mary? So I had Mr. Brown, of which Venom was in with me. Jonathan Zion was in that, who plays with um, Ian Moss, and Patch was in that, and he was played with um, Super Jesus.
0: Super Jesus. Patch went into the Super
1: Jesus. I think he was the last guitarist. I then kind of joined... Erwin Thomas slash Jack Jones's band. I went on to bass on that. And we did a lot of things. He was signed to BMG. We went to overseas and did staff, recorded stuff overseas, recorded stuff here. I started writing songs for what I didn't know was going to be Electric Mary, but it was. And I guess Jack kind of fell into that. We were just, you know, we swapped roles. I sang and he played guitar. And before he sang and I played bass. And we wrote, you know, we both wrote for, you know, both bands. Yeah, so I we played a, a benefit for Reggie Bowman, who was also in Southern Sons with Erwin Jack. I'll call him Jack, so everyone knows Jack Jones. And they were the songs that eventually became Electric Mary songs. We weren't called Electric Mary, though. They are more called Tappet Clearance, which is a stupid name, but <laughs> funny at the time. And it was really good, and it just went from there. And I met Pete Robinson that night. So I think that night was... Uh, Andy MacGyver on bass from Taxi Ride Jack Patch on guitar Venom on drums and me on vocals and we did some songs Let Me Out wouldn't have been there but Ceylon and stuff like that was there and I saw Pete Robinson there he was playing in Sneak and I asked him if he was interested in making a band like we would have made when we were 15 and he kind of said well, what do you mean I said you know don't, don't worry about trying to get signed or anything like that just play music that we like for the like, love of it. It doesn't have to be current. It's just music we like. And it went from there. And, you know, it's the best band I've ever been in by a country mile, easily.
0: I sort of think of you guys as, you know, you're probably in a bit heavier rock, but you do have a soft centre, I
1: reckon. We, we have a soft centre, but we are, yeah, it's a, it's a hard one. I say blues rock, but we're a bit more heavier than that. Yeah. We're not metal or anything, but definitely when we step on stage... We're pretty heavy. Yeah, it's what we do.
0: Looking at your history, some pretty good bands have had the pleasure of you guys supporting them or performing with them. You must have some pretty good stories if you remember any of them. You've supported White Snake and Judas Priest, and on tour with Alice Cooper and Deep Purple. Have you got a favourite moment you can share with us? Without. Give me way too many secrets of getting yourself killed.
1: Well, the greatest moment ever, of course, was because I'm a David Copperdale fan. We weren't supposed to meet him because we did ask, because Venom and I are both White Snake fans, and we did ask and they said, no, look, he just comes to the gigs and he does his thing and goes. And, and I was totally okay with that. But he actually walked into our band room after our show and shook our hands and said, F- am I allowed to swear on this?
0: I can beep you out yeah. if I have to. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. He said, flippin' great show, man. And like, that's my hero saying that to me. Wow. That's one of those moments that you read about where someone walks into a room. Now, he did that. And then the keyboard player, Timothy Drury, who'd also played with the Eagles as the piano player come keyboard player, he actually said to me, I'm going to help you. I don't know what I can do or how but somehow I'm going to help you. And he got us to go to Europe with White Snake and play shows. He was the catalyst for us to do everything that happened after that. Like, he's not going to say that, oh, you know, you guys were good or whatever. He's not going to say it was him who did it, but he did it, believe me. And then other people along the way came to help us. Like, somebody's, somebody's helped us the whole way at some stage. We've helped ourselves too, but... There's always been someone who, to step up at a certain stage in our time and helped us with either money, somewhere to stay, or something, something that was simple but simple to them, but not simple to us. It was just very helpful.
0: So the brotherhood of rock, looking after each other. Yeah, that's great it's to hear. It's
1: been it's been women twice actually.
0: Terrific, because sometimes you hear of all the competition and angst. Between bands. So it's really great to hear bands helping mm. other bands.
1: Yeah, it's just look, play a show if we're the headliner and there's a support. I make sure as much as I can that they have a good time as well as us having a good time. Granted, it's our show and we're the headliner and we want everything to go right, but I don't want somebody to play with us and not have a good time. Yeah. You know, I don't need an excuse to play White
0: Snake. So here it is. Here I go again.
1: I don't know. We've got some shows coming up in May as well around Australia with Chokka Mistress. We're coming to Adelaide. Yeah, we're all going to have a good time. Like all of us are going to have a good time from the start to the finish and that's what makes a good day.
0: Perhaps some Australians don't necessarily know this, but you guys are pretty big in Europe. You performed at the World Cup in South Africa and then went on an extensive To Hellfest?
1: Hellfest is in a place called Clisson in France, which is a great place. Like that day, we were on pretty early. There was us, Alice Cooper, Motorhead, Kiss, Slayer, uh, Exodus, and another Aussie band, Airborne, which were, that was the first time I'd really seen them. And um, they impressed me greatly, actually. I was really impressed with them. I mean, even even airborne. A lot of people probably still don't know them over here either, but over there, like they're massive, man. They're they're massive. Yeah.
0: You were formed in two thousand and three, so next year's your twenty year yep. anniversary. Can I get a scoop? Are you planning on some big
1: celebration or tour or? Yeah, we'll we'll probably we'll probably retire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We
0: we'll are going to stick it out.
1: It's the fourteenth of April. That's when I went to Jimi Hendrix Studio, and that's when I met. Mary Campbell, who's Electric Mary, and that's where I got the name from her. So yeah, 14th of April, 2003 was when I was in New York at Jimi Hendrix Studio. So that's how I say, when I said to her that day, I'm going to name my band after you, that to me was the start of Electric Mary. It went from there. Mm.
0: So no secret Electric Mary business coming up for next year that you're going to tell me about?
1: Next year? We don't have any plans at the moment we've had a lot of plans over the last two, three years because our last gig was November the 30th, 2019 in Europe. Actually, we did a show here, one other show here. Um, so that was our last tour and we had plans. Under the Southern Stars was, on, was going to be on just after that. Then we were doing our own tour and then we were going back to Europe to play with the Darkness and some other bands and touring around but it just never happened. And we tried to start and stop. Not only is Under the Southern Stars being cancelled a couple of times and rebooked, but so is European gigs for us over there. And now, you know, Putin has decided that he'll do something in Europe. He'll go on his own tour with tanks and guns and stuff in Europe, which is not good for anybody. So who knows how far Mm. that goes? And does that stop us from going somewhere? Yeah, Depending where you are in Australia you could fly over Russia to go to Europe and maybe you don't want to right now.
0: Exactly right. It's devastating for the entire world, really. But just as we're starting to open up and we're getting out to see live music, you guys are getting out to play and do what you love. Some a-hole does this. And uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, it brings you down to earth, doesn't it? Like if I'm complaining that, yeah. you know, the children haven't filled the dishwasher, I say, shut up, Cheryl. <laughs> Just think of what's happening. Actually- shut
1: up, Cheryl. <laughs> shut up, Cheryl. Surely that's oh. the saying, shut up, Cheryl. Yeah, that'd be like, now, now, Kimmy. Kimmy, yeah. look at me. Look at me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if never I met you, I'd never have seen you cry.
0: Hard Luck Woman by Kiss, one of the bands that Electric Mary, played with at Hell's Fest in France. Let's hear more from Rusty Brown. Oh, look, I've got my tickets for Under the Southern Stars. We cannot wait. Which day? The first day. You're playing all three dates, right, here?
1: Three days, yeah. Uh, Yeah. 18, 19 and 20.
0: That's correct. So I'm there for the first day. Can't wait for you to work your way through the rest of Australia and get down to the best state and the best city.
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be an emotional time for me because, uh, hang on a second, yeah, that's my a second. dad died. He lived in Adelaide, yep. Oh. So uh, I'm going to have his ashes and he's coming on tour with me.
0: Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Was it recently, yeah. Rusty, that he passed away?
1: Yeah, that was last. That was last year. At the end of last year. Mm. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Not at all. It's but yeah, terrible. my brother lived in, he lived in Adelaide. He lived in uh, Hectorville, and my brother lives there. And so he's going to bring me his um, ashes, and we're going to go on tour, <laughs> which is oh. pretty bad. <laughs> so you And you're then not my brother. No, 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 no. No, my dad. My dad left a long time ago and went to Adelaide and had a. Boy, Michael, but he's still my brother. Um, this will be the first time Michael's ever seen us. He's never seen me play before. So that's also exciting for me. Emotional, obviously, yeah, but exciting.
0: Yeah. Oh, It's good to know that Adelaide has a spot in your heart,
1: though. You said before that we had a soft centre. Uh, Yeah, you just got it right then.
0: You sure have. So you guys are playing with Trick, Trick, Bush, Stone Temple Pilots, and uh, Sarah McLeod's going to be there with Super Jesus.
1: Yeah, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Yep. Rose Tattoo, The Bad Loves, um, uh, The Black Sorrows. Uh, I think there's another couple of Adelaide bands on as well. It's going to be three days of just awesome music, like and all, you know, eclectic sounds too, You know, as we all know, lots of people like lots of sort of music. Correct. Just because you love rock the most, it doesn't mean that that's all you listen to. You might listen to other stuff, you know. If you happen to go through my collection, you'd see a lot of things. And if you looked at my, you know, iTunes or whatever to see what I'd played lately, lately it's all been about Tom Petty and Cheap Trick, actually. I've always been a fan of Cheap Trick since they started. So I was just reacquainting myself with all their music from the start until right now. They released the record last year, which is really cool. And uh, Mike Campbell released an album today, Tom Petty's Guitarist. So I've been listening to that today, so that was good. And I've been listening to Electric Mary because, like any good fan should do, I've been singing in the car with my own band, (laughs) Yeah, trying to get it right.
0: That's usually the question that I finish with which is, you know, when no one else is around, what does Rusty Brown like to listen to? Like, have you got any guilty pleasures? Like, you're like Kylie Minogue
1: or... Kylie Kylie's <laughs> no. Carly, not a guilty pleasure. What would be a guilty pleasure for me? Mm. Do you know what? There was a song, two songs that I really, really loved. Um, Dean Lewis, is he an Aussie guy? Uh... Yeah, uh, something it's over, mate. Da, 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 da. Yes. I don't know why, but I really like that song. That was cool. I know Another one was a girl. Um, like yesterday, I got my license yesterday oh, yes. and I drove through your suburb. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a guilty pleasure. But no, it's usually rock and roll um, for me. If I'm going soft and a little bit of relaxing, it's always going to be uh, Neil and Tim Finn or Crowded House or something like that. Yeah, I just, I just have that a thing for them. Their Finn Brothers records are so good, like so good. There's one called, uh, I think it's called All of Us Are Here. We're All Here or something like that. I should know what it's called. They're talking to each other. They are saying things like, as brothers might say, You know, remember when you did this, do you still stick up for me? You know, just things that just get me every time. It's so good. Finn Brothers. I think it was out in about 2005, but I still listen to it a lot. Yeah, look, on the last tour when we were in Europe, I listened to uh, Reef a lot because we were playing with them. So I really wanted to get into what they were doing because I knew that I was going to watch them. So, um, yeah, I love them, man. I loved them. Black Crows and Free, all that sort of music, that bluesy rock sort of, you know, Joe Cocker, early Joe Cocker's always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. LRB might be a guilty pleasure, actually. <laughs> a river band. Well, there you, go, you a riverbank. There's one beer. thing in my life that's missing. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. You well, can hang, hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Get this. Alex, our bass player, and Brett, our guitarist, their guilty pleasure is Chicago from the 80s, not even the 70s Chicago, which was cool. The 80s one, we're on tour, and they put it on like I don't know, Spotify or whatever. They sang every word. I'm like, get out of here, mate! Like, get out of the van. You're not welcome. What are you saying? That's funny. Cargo, yeah. Well, you might think it's funny. Thought it was
0: dad. Let's have a listen to one of my favourite Electric Mary songs now, Sail On, and we'll hear what Rusty Brown thinks of this song straight after this. Sail Sail On. I know that you have to share one of your guitarists. With Russell Morris. Do any of you other guys, Twilight, doing other things or just,
1: yeah. just him? Pete's been in Russell Morris for, like, we've been around for 18 years. I reckon he's been in Russell Morris for 15 at least. And Bretty Wood is in Pete Murray and has been for uh-huh. probably, probably 10 years. In and out, but he's, he's with them now. Um, nobody else really. Alex had his own band, Dirt River Radio. And they did tours in Europe and stuff, but he's not doing that at the moment. And Spider, I think he did another band of his own. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but no, Spider, myself and Alex don't really have other things, and and Breddy and Pete do. Whatever. That's all right.
0: You can share. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Pete, is he heading to Blues Fest with Russell? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. When is that? Next month at Easter.
1: In April he will be there because <laughs> we're not doing anything in April We'll mm. be doing stuff in March.
0: I reckon Pete Murray's in – Pete Murray at Blues Festival.
1: Yeah. No, nah, they're all you – know, I won't be going to the Foo Fighters in Geelong either. They trumped us because we were going to be the first international tour that played in Australia, but he's going to be the first one. Dave Grohl, you can stick a jam in your eye. <laughs> I went oh. to his movie the other day. It was pretty funny, actually. I've um, yeah. seen mixed reviews. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I didn't go there thinking I was going to see Al Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to have some fun, and, yeah. you know, that's what he does. He's good at it. He's real good at it, and he writes great songs, you know. So he's a funny guy, man. He's kind of like Jack Blackie type character, you know what I mean? Yes, it's I do. funny. Yeah, he's he's good, man.
0: Have you guys got some new music in the pipeline planned to release?
1: Well, Can we not- did, but COVID kept stopping yeah. us. Our plan was to just make songs and then have a vinyl album at the end of the year. And that may still happen. Um, Before the last lockdown, remember we had the big one and then we came out of it and then we went into another one. Uh, We'd recorded four or five songs and then we recorded the King of Rock and Roll. So that's actually not that old. Um, We wanted to have one out for the Under the Southern Stars, but it didn't happen. We just couldn't, you know, Pete was in Queensland looking after his family um, his family lives up there and his mum and dad both had operations. So he chose to go and look after them, which is awesome. So he he only just got back in February sometime. So we've only just seen him. Brett's been making an album, actually, his own album, and he's been using Stevie Ray Vaughan's drummer, which is great because um, he's a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. So he's really wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he hasn't been around much. But, you know, we're together now and – Look, the, the way things happen with Electric Mary in the way of the world, you know, we're not, we're not a massive band by any stretch of the imagination. So when we get together, it's for a reason. We're either going on tour or going to record a song. Everyone has their own space outside of that. So you can do Russell Morris or Pete Murray or whatever it is you're going to do, uh, make your own record. So, yeah, we haven't seen each other for a while, but over the last couple of weeks, we've seen each other quite a bit. And, yeah, we've been rehearsing and it's good. It's great we're certainly looking
0: forward to seeing you probably almost as much as you're looking forward to getting out and performing to real live audiences yeah. again yeah i can't imagine uh, so i shall see you down the front yeah. on the first day at least i'll give you a wave and say hi
1: Good. i'm going
0: to play a couple of electric mary songs have you got favorites
1: No, but you've got to play the King of Rock and Roll because that's our last single. So we can have that and whichever one you want.
0: Probably Sail, you know, because I'm soft in the middle as well. (laughs) Sail on. Sail on. Do you like that?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. I'm a sucker for a bit of a ballad though. You think it's a ballad? A lot of people like that song. I don't even ever talk about that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Nah, nah. When people ask me about albums, I start from album two. Because album one was mainly me and Venom and Pete played a lot, but it was mainly me and Venom. and So it carries the moniker of Electric Mary, but in actual fact it wasn't the band yet. It was on its way.
0: It was evolving. It was evolving. And morphing into Electric Mary. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time in the Zoom room with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, that's good. You're a bit elusive, no problem. but we got there in the end.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Say hi to the rest of the band, and I'll see you when you get to little old Adelaide. See you then. Thanks, Rusty. Bye-bye. Have a great day.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
0: We're going to play the new single from Electric Mary now, King of Rock and Roll. And if you fancy, you can hang around afterwards and listen to... All right, by Dean Lewis, one of Rusty's favourite songs of the moment. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick. Thank you so much for joining me on the Still Rocking It podcast. Hope to catch you again next time. Get out when you can, support Aussie Music, and I'll see you down the front.
1: And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the